0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shittim and Zang Show, episode 43. Uh, in today's episode, Eric, we will be talking UFC all day, or all episode UFC, UFC 267, talking a little about the UFC Vegas, Marvin Vittori, Paul Costa, and uh, yeah, and we'll give our thoughts on the main card event, predictions, who we think is going to win, and all that good stuff. But as always, before we get into the episode, it's brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy, the best in-play fantasy app on the market. Pick two, three players in the MLB uh, and the NFL while you're watching your favorite teams and watch them make you some money. Hot Streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus when you use promo code Sauce. so get Hot Streak Fantasy app now. Uh, every week, we'll say, and I'll keep on saying it, easy way to make money if you love sports. Betty. Uh, but as always, Eric, before we jump into the episode, <gasps> roll it! Welcome back to the Stupid Zang Show, episode forty-three. This episode, Eric UFC two sixty-seven is on the horizon. It will be this Saturday uh, main event. Yan, the guy, the last name I just learned. Thank you very much, Blahowicz, I Had to get the pronunciation. Blahovic versus Glover Texera and uh, Texera. Sorry. That will be the main event, but let's not get to that right away. Let's go down the main card event starting from the bottom fight up to the main event. But before we get into that, Eric, number one, recap. The jersey stays on. The LSU Jamar yeah. Chase jersey stays on. Holy fuck. Might be deja vu because last week I was wearing it. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. The Bengals are coup cool day. They just keep on winning. Destroying Baltimore, 41, whatever. I don't know if the, or they scored 15 yeah. or something. or like I don't know. Blowout, thank you very much. Montreal Canadiens, Eric. They get their first one of the season. When in doubt, you need a win. You play the Detroit Red Wings. Who would have thought? Five to one, Matthew Perot, Hat trick. Six, thank six. you, Detroit. Or 6-1, yeah. Sorry, just need to rub it in there a little. 6-1, one, halves, 1-5. One, get the first one in against your team, Eric. Feels good. It's just a great, great day to be a sports fan for me.
1: Let's just say three, two, and one—that's our record. Whatever we lose against Montreal, and you know why we didn't we didn't bring Tyler Bertuzzi across the border. So, yeah, if we had Tyler Bertuzzi, we we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying is, the next game we bounce back against Chicago, beat them. I think six. I think it was no it was six against like, the
0: Chicago Blackhawks. We beat them six
1: four, and we beat them six four against oh, okay. Chicago. So now we're three, two, and one. Mm-hmm. Lucas Raymond got a hat trick. You know that yeah. first line is buzzing, but.
0: Couldn't beat Owen 500. five Montreal. Well, we don't
1: have, we don't have our leader best player Tyler Bertuzzi. Oh, so
0: yeah, well you know sucks sucks. We don't have a lot of players either. Still manage. <laughs> it's okay. Our, our That's battle. It. It's UFC Eric today. Come on, have some okay. goddamn decency. All right, UFC two sixty seven Eric main card events starting from the bottom. Welterweight matchup between the Leech. Lee Jing Liang versus Kamzat Chimaev Boz. Mm -hmm. Kazmat Boz Chimaev. Eric, this is, like I said, a welterweight battle. Uh, Kazmat Chimaev, he plays kind of all over, middleweight, welterweight. Now he is squaring off against the Leech. Who do you like in this fight? Who do you think has the advantage?
1: Okay, well, this this one's a very tricky one for me because both these fighters I absolutely love, right? So on one side, you have the Leech. It's pretty obvious why I I, I maybe have a little bias for him, right? <laughs> like uh, mm. we we like that's my guy. We're we're both from yeah. China, right? There you go. There you go. And he's actually a really good fighter. So, um he, like in, in terms of fighting in the welterweight, like he's up there. He's one of the best strikers. Obviously, I think he's ranked 11th or 12th. So that's that's a step up in competition for Hamzat. And yeah. on the other ha- on the other hand, you have Hamzat who I I absolutely love. Um I fell in love with him a year ago. So literally in a span, I think it was like seven, eight days. He fought twice and literally destroyed both his competition, took them down. I think he only got punched once and he yeah. outlanded them like a hundred. It was something ridiculous like that. Just took them down, beat them up. Obviously that, that, that was his first two fights in the UFC. And then he goes on to fight uh, Gerald Mershar, who's actually mm-hmm. a very, uh, like he's, he's a vet in the UFC. Like people know him. He's fought a lot and like, he's a decent fighter. And it was going to be a step up in competition, and literally in 17 seconds, KO, KO's him with one punch. And then uh he was supposed to fight Leon Edwards next, uh early 2021. And Hamzat got COVID. A bunch of things happened, and then Leon just moved on, started fighting up. Like how, like, yeah, Hamza was literally like la. Like, he, I don't think he was ranked at this point. And Leon was already th- third in the welterweight division, and he he was able to. The, the fact that that matchup... And the thing with... What's crazy was... Hamzat would have, was a favorite in that fight too. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. So now... He's coming in this fight against... Uh, the Leech. And uh, obviously... I think he's going to be a favorite for sure.
0: Yeah. For sure. Hazmat is a very dangerous fighter. Yeah. Um, you know... Kind of... Puts you in that... Uh, mm-hmm. that Not that tier... Uh, same wrestling as Khabib or... You know... Makishev Very whatever. similar. Or, yeah. But, very similar. But he is... In fact, a great wrestler. Uh, mm-hmm. He's always going to be a nightmare for our opponents, right? Because he said he has three knockouts. So, you know, we know that the ground game is kind of his work, but he can still throw a punch when needed. Uh, he's got that crazy oh, exactly. ground and pound, and he's a submission. Da- like he's dangerous on the ground, right? You don't want to yeah, be caught exactly. in one of those dangerous submissions or your fight is done. I'm going to take Chimaev here. I love. Exactly. I think Lee uh, Jinglan the leech, is going to be uh, a very tough matchup because of that strong striking ability. And he's one of the yeah. be- like, better strikers in the welterweight division. Uh, but uh, if this gets to the ground, I don't see how Hazmat doesn't win this. So no, I would exactly. say I don't think Michael, to- I wouldn't say goes this. I would say because Eric, also look at these whopping odds. Oh, this guy's coming in as a favorite at minus 700. Wait, minus well, 700. Is- That's that much. That is, yeah, it's that much. That's how much confidence people have in uh, hazmat uh, for good reason. But uh, I don't know, maybe a submission to end it. I don't know. It could be, uh, could be headed that way uh, if he tries to get it to the ground early. But we both have hazmat for good reason. If he ends up losing, that would be an upset in my But
1: how minus 700? Because don't forget, Hamza's, I don't, uh, in the welterweight, I don't think he's ranked right now. Then you have Lee that's like 11th, but obviously everyone knows Hamzad's probably... Oh, no, well, sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm mixing it up. Not Hazmat. Nope. I was making him up with Makashev. Their names.
1: Oh. oh, no, no, no. no, no. It's not him. But Hamzad is probably yeah. still a heavy favorite, though, too. But the thing with Hamzad is his wrestling's there. Lee, I-, I watched a bunch of his fights. His striking man, like, he's super, like, he reads you. He doesn't have that good of defense, but the way he moves, like, he can strike. He knocked mm-hmm. out his last opponent, uh, Santiago. I think his name is Ponzin Bio, who yeah. actually has in the UFC, Was a very good UFC fighter. So on the... On feet, I think... is Hamza probably still has an advantage. Um, I, I watched Hamza for a while before he even came in the UFC. He's a very good striker. Obviously, uh, his ground pound, he can pick up anyone. His wrestling is top tier. But the... Because... I, at first I was like, oh Hamzat can't trade. And then he goes again goes up against Joe Mershar and knocks him out in 17 seconds and, and then proves everyone wrong. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited because I've been following Hamzat literally since he joined the UFC. And hey, he's a superstar in the UFC. I, he's he's one of the most followed um uh fighters. UFC fighters. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh for sure. Uh, moving on, we got a heavyweight a battle because, uh, between Alexander Drago Volkov versus yeah. Marcin Tybura, Tybura. Marcin Tybura, Eric, both great heavyweight fighters uh, yeah. had fighting in the heavyweight division. I think it's yeah ranked five versus rank eight. Mm-hmm. So good chance for Marcin Tybura, a Good opportunity for him to move up yeah. the rankings versus Volkov. What do you got?
1: This one's a very tricky one, actually, because... Look on one hand, you have Volkov, dude is six seven, super tall, and hey, he has experience. He he messed up um, Alex Overeem. like Dream. he he's, he's fought a lot of good fighters, and he, he started. He's a he's a vet. He's he's a vet in the UFC. But on the other hand, you have
0: uh, Martian Taibura, yeah,
1: who's obviously a wrestler, right? Is that is yeah? That,
0: you, you, uh, one of his I think uh, yeah, he's definitely got a a, a wrestling uh, aspect to his game for sure. And the
1: thing. Is if you're 6'7", the the legs are they're not the best, and that was proven against Curtis Blades. So Curtis mm-hmm. Blades fought Volkov and d- completely destroyed him. Fourteen takedowns, like completely destroyed him. So hey, that, that I think that's why this matchup happened because you have fifth rank against eighth rank. But on the one hand, you have Tyburel who can wrestle and Volkov who's a very very elite striker. Like he 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 basically beat Derek Lewis. Obviously, we know Derek Lewis knocked him out with ten seconds left. Yep. But he he was controlling the whole fight. Like Volkov is a dangerous fighter, and he's definitely in in that top tier. And if he get if he can get a a win over 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 Tybura, like like he's because right now I see Volkov in like around the same as like him and Curtis Blades Curtis are around Blades. the same class. Yep. So if he can go win, get a win over his like that's definitely going to cement him in that top five for sure. Like
0: for sure. Well, oh, we know Curtis Blades after uh, his win over Rosen Str- uh, Strout. Strook Rosentry, that name always bugs me. Yeah, uh, he has. I, well, now he's going to be looking to fight uh, either the winner Francis and Siro, or mm-hmm. who knows what's going on with Stipe right now and when's he going to fight. But uh, I wouldn't say Derek Lewis again, even though he's lost to maybe a potential rematch. But yeah, Volkov, mm-hmm. like you said, this could this win could could help him a lot moving forward and getting a big fight. Yeah, I, I like Volkov a lot. I think I take him two in this fight. Like said, he's says, if you look at crazy reach and, uh, he's one exactly. of, he's a good striker.
1: And if you look at the stats, his last fight was against Cyril gone. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I remember watching that. It was, it was in June, uh, Volkov landed 115 punches and Cyril Gon landed 135 and Cyril gone won by unanimous decision. So that's, that's good numbers. I, if you look at the numbers straight up, like those are good numbers. So if he can strike though, like he's a very good striker and, you could see like Cyril gone on the iron two is a great striker, right? Well, well, one of
0: the most technical, if not the most exactly. technical
1: heavyweight in the division. So, so the fact that he was able to land a hundred something punches on Cyril Gon mm. and and on the uh, Cyril Gon landed like a hundred, something yeah. like that's, yeah, that's pretty fair to him and shows that like like he's definitely up there in, in the heavyweight division.
0: Yeah, for sure. Looking to uh, looking to keep moving up the ranks as uh, we move on to a lightweight division matchup islam makashev your guy versus dan yeah. hooker who's also apparently your guy um yeah. so eric two lightweights two lightweights at number five number six going head-to-head who do you like
1: okay i'm not like this this one it's hurts to one, watch it right? right? it's a bit tough okay i, la- I love that i love dan hooker um i love like everything that like the way he fights he always takes a tough fight and he just he'll fight whoever and the way he fights the striking everything like he, he always puts on a show every single time. Um, I remember watching during uh lockdown, it was him against Dustin Poirier, that was an amazing fight. Obviously, it was tough when he lost to uh, Michael Chandler, but Michael Chandler is a very he, he's definitely up there in the lightweight division too. Yeah. So, um, uh, whatever, like can shake that one off, but but like Dan Hooker, he's been the likes of like uh, what's his name, uh, Gilbert Burns, who's <clears> when he was in lightweight. Like Dan Hooker has a resume that he. He, he's be like in terms of striking, he's up there, and then now he's got to fight someone like Islam. Who obviously everyone's saying could be 2.0, but it's been like Islam has been elite, no one wants to fight Islam. And the fact that Dan Hooker he fought what like three weeks ago, yeah, and he's, he's jumping in right away already to fight. I, you got to respect that 100%. Um, most likely he will end up losing, but I don't think that's gonna affect his trajectory too much. It shouldn't affect because. He's taking a risk against Islam. I know Islam's ranked fifth, which is, like, people say it's, like, way too high because he's never beating a top, like, he's never beating a top 13 guy, right? Yeah. But n- no one wants to fight Islam. So what the UFC was like, okay, no one wants to fight him. I'm going to keep putting him, like, if he wins, I'll keep putting him up, like, give you some incentive to fight him. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Islam is so dangerous. Like, this guy, he he can take down anyone, the ground, pound, everything. Any Submission. he yeah, submission. He's a and he's a better grappler. No, not grappler. He's a better striker than Khabib. So that's why people find it so interesting to see what his trajectory. Yeah, is. I will
0: say this in Dan Hooker's defense. Uh, Dan Hooker, very good striker in division. Very. In division. Yeah. Uh, we always know that. And going into this fight, he has a five-inch reach on Isla Makachev. Look, you know, take that stat as you want it. Mm-hmm. But if he's able to create separate, and Dan Hooker also has great takedown defense, so. You keep mm-hmm. you put that reach into account with that takedown defense, and he's got that good striking. Maybe he tries to, you know, will he be able to stay up? Who knows? Because you know that uh, Makashev's wrestling is that good to get him down. Who knows if he if he's able to maintain that takedown defense, and he can yeah. keep the fight on the feet. That's just the only way I see him winning. If he had like he need his exactly. takedown defense has to be on point that fight, or he loses. Hundred percent. He's it,
1: and and the thing is there's, i i i'd say there's maybe a not even a one percent chance he wins by decision. like there i i can't really see um dan hooker winning by decision because realistically you can try and like defend all the takedowns you want from islam but this is a fight is it a five round fight
0: um i'm not sure wait probably um... not. it's a main card event though no
1: uh actually it it might just be three but what what, three or five um but i don't know it's just i don't don't see way i don't see like even if it's a three like is i'm
0: yeah we'll try to get to the ground no matter what
1: exactly he's gonna get to the ground he will get to the ground like there's no way like he is Mm -hmm. not getting taken down like he will get in get taken down especially dan hooker um he he obviously he, he looks tall for a lightweight too right he has a reach but like you can't stop Islam from taking you down. And the only way I see him winning is by a uh, knockout or TKO, Right. So that's the only way I see Dan Hooker winning this fight. Cause There's, everything I think else they're
0: expected to fight three, three rounds.
1: Okay. So that makes him, that definitely makes it more interesting. And for Dan me.
0: Hooker wants five. He said, I, I want him five. five. And then okay, yes, yes, on Twitter okay. responded, it's going to be worse for you. If we go five. Yeah, exactly. So, that's why I remember seeing that. Okay.
1: I, I just saw, but yeah, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Why, I don't understand why Dan Hooker will want five because may, maybe because Dan Hooker's yeah. cardio is very good. So maybe if he has five, he has a better chance to knock him out in the later rounds, but that just gives him, that just gives more time for Islam to dominate, right? So, yeah. so I don't know. I think I'm, Islam's I'm, a runaway. exactly Islam so is excited.
0: at a minus 700 into this fight versus exactly. Dan Hooker.
1: I'm so excited to see Islam fight. Like, yeah. I, I love watching him fight. um It's already his third time fighting this year because I remember he took a two-year layoff after his last one. Like, I've been loving Islam, and I just want to keep watching him fight. And I'm excited to
0: see him fight Dan Hooker, who's a very good test for him. Oh, for sure. Islam's going to be making his way up the ranks. Oh, yeah. Who know what you... this Dan Hooker fight's going to... I think, like you said, Dana White's is going to keep putting him higher to get that exactly. incentive, to get these guys to fight him because nobody wants yeah. to fight him. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, Islam just got to keep winning fights, basically. Exactly. And he'll get that title shot eventually. No doubt. Uh, moving on, Eric. Petter Young. This is a bantamweight him yes. belt. Uh, Petter Young versus Corey Sandhagen. Eric, this was supposed to be Aljamain Sterling versus Petter Young, but he had to back uh. out because of neck injury, uh, whatever. And now Dan, Corey Sandhagen has replaced him, and he thinks rightfully he is fighting the bantamweight champ. And you should feel that way.
1: Yes, I I do. Look like Sterling. I used to like him. He he's, he he's been doing too much. Like, obviously at first I was like, oh, it is a disqualification, whatever. Like, like, yeah. but he, he's just been doing too much. He's been like, he's been, he's he starting to become the villain, right? He's starting <laughs> to take on that role. So, and he's not fighting, and he, he keeps no. talking trash to Peter Jan. But yeah, Peter was winning. Peter was destroying Aljamain Sterling, taking like. Like he was in the game take like Pyrrhon was destroying him, and then oh, obviously, guess that uh, disqualification because yeah. of that illegal knee. But technically, like in terms of like fighting, if you're not talking mm-hmm. about UFC, like Pyrjan is a better fighter and he is a real champ. Like no one sees Algernon Sterling as a rose. everyone knows that if Jan fights Algernon Sterling, Yan is w- destroying him. So it, it it is normal for Corey to see this as like the the, the title, right? The real title, because mm-hmm. Realistically, like Sterling, or whatever. Um, but hey, Corey Santiago, it's kind of sad, but he did lose to Aljamain Sterling before. Yeah, um, he got submitted by uh, Al- Aljo. So th- this fight's gonna be interesting for sure. Because and San he's a- coming off coming a, off a t- loss.
0: close. Yeah, he's coming off a very close uh, loss uh, versus a split against TJ where a lot of the media uh, pages, seventeen yeah, out okay. of like twenty-one of them, I think, had uh, him winning that fight. Uh yeah. so you know this could be uh Peter Peter Young's I don't know, but could be his t- uh tough opponent for him. because Co- Corey Sanhagen, exactly. he's got the speed, he's he's got the reach. Yeah. Eric, I, let me throw a staffer. for he's got six point three two significant strikes per minute. So he's gonna come out the gate, firing, and yeah. Peter Young, we know, uh doesn't like he starts the the first round, you know, he he analyzes his opponent, doesn't really throw many strikes, yeah. uh starts off yeah. pretty slow. So uh, and he's got that high guard defense too. So he leaves his body a lot open a lot. So if I don't know, Corey That's Sanhagen right, yeah. starts out, you know, if he comes out throwing strikes, yeah, maybe he wins the, the first two, or maybe he wins some early rounds, body strikes, whatever. Yeah. But in the end, I think, Yan yeah, it's going to analyze opponent accurate strikes. Uh, yeah. he's got great stamina. So, and he's got the wrestling aspect too. So I would take exactly. And, but don't, don't count on Corey Sanding. This is gonna be a good fight. Good fight. Exactly,
1: because realistically, I don't see this fight going to the ground at all. They're they're striking with like yeah. it, they're just gonna try and strike the entire time. But Sanding is dangerous at any time. This guy can. He number of times this guy's had a highlight reel like knockout. This guy just jump, kneed someone in the face, yeah. knocked him out. A spinning back heel knock someone out. Like you don't know what this guy can throw at you. He has a cardio. Obviously, his last fight against TJ t- t- Dillashaw—it's hard to analyze that fight because w- what do you value more? Like, let's say, like how much blood—the blood on TJ's face made it look bad. Exactly, sh- exactly. But because Corey Sanne- his punches, people know like it did way more damage than what TJ did. Dill- like, do you value the damage that the punch does, or like this ground time? Like, obviously, yeah. Like, um, TJ Dillashaw was getting ground time, board, but yeah. but like he's not really getting. Corey's not really getting a hit, but, like, he's getting, like, he's getting,
0: like, ground time, but it's, like, it, it, it's tough to analyze. I think that it fight really was because his back was exposed a lot. When he was getting out, he exactly. was, like, showing his back a lot, and that's what happened, and I think that goes into judge uh, scoring and stuff, and he had, like, eight yeah. minutes or something on the ground time compared to San Hagen's yeah. zero, but still, like,
1: I don't know. It, it, he had it's, way it's more to significant analyze, like,
0: strikes to the head body. Way so. more so. So it's, like,
1: if this was a street fight, San because, you just yeah. you just messed up, uh, T.J. Dillashaw. So, because the reason T.J. Dillashaw didn't get this fight was because I uh, I think he's injured right now. But people don't really see Corey saying Like, you can see it as a loss, but it's not really like a like it's not really a loss. You know, it's like obviously yeah. it's, it says a lot. But that's why this fight is so interesting because both these guys are coming off like technically like, losses, but like not really. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like losses, but like they should. Yeah, they got won, something to
0: prove for sure. These two guys. Exactly.
1: That's something to prove. And the striking, like, so much can happen just because Corey Hansen Sanhagen is so unpredictable and pure line is so, like, stable. Like, he's literally a robot. Like, he's just a pure killer. So, it's going to be a very interesting
0: fight. Yeah, this, this, that will be um, a great fight. Very excited. But let's get to the main event of the evening. Uh, Jan uh, the Hoich versus Glover Texera. Eric, this is the light heavyweight championship belt on the line 28 and 8 versus 31 and 7. Obviously, three years apart, Glowers 41. So, Yan is 38, if my math is correct. Mm-hmm. So, who do you like in this fight? And who are you taking a win?
1: Oh, I, I'm telling you, this one is way closer than people actually think it is. I I, I saw a lot of people have Jan Blahovic winning, but. I'm not gonna make a prediction right now. I'll, I'll keep analyzing while we're discussing, and then I'll, I'll come oh, up with yeah, a prediction. All right, one. all right,
0: fair enough. But keep so it I, I want
1: yeah, exactly. But this is how you see it because Glover, Te, Glover Teixeira, he's on a five-fight five win streak right now. So he, he so just Santos. Yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah, too, right? yeah, and two, right? But Glover Teixeira is the consistently in the UFC. This guy has been so consistent. Um, obviously. He, his last title shot was like in 2013 against obviously John Jones who's one of the greatest like UFC, yep. UFC fighters of all time. So now he's getting a second chance and he deserves it. Like he, this guy like finishes people. He has yeah. the most finishes in like heavyweight history. He finishes people. And obviously if you look at him, if I saw Glover Teixeira, share, like this guy does not look like he's 41. Like he's bald, like He looks like he's like 56 years. So like, does it, but this guy can beat up, like, 99% of the population on this yeah. planet. You know, so it's like – so it's crazy to see. But Glover on the ground. He's really good on the ground. His striking, he – I watched an Embedded uh, vlog. He just got a new he, – he got a new uh, striker ever since the john Jones fight. And he's been – his striking has gone so good. So um, I think this one's probably going to stay on, on the ground uh, – not on the ground. On, on the, the feet. Ground. Yeah. It, it might go – it might be a couple of takedowns, but Take down, yeah. Um it, I don't think it's because Yan's like obviously Yan against Israel took Israel down a lot because Yan was like 15 pounds heavier. But obviously go Glover Teixeira is a strong guy too. So I don't and, and he's very good. Glory to is very dangerous on the ground. He submitted Thiago Santos, like that's how he finishes people. So you don't really want to go to the ground. And go if you look at Glover Teixeira, he doesn't really have a weakness, just the only weakness probably like he's in his 40s, but I would say this about his week.
0: I say I would say he, he takes shots too much. And against Yan, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. In the striking game. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: especially and yeah, Yan is obviously he has his Polish power. Because Yan so is such a smart fighter.
0: Dangerous.
1: Oh, very like he doesn't go out um, there to
0: knock you out or whatever, like he's there to earn points. Like he'll fight strategically and earn points or whatever, yeah. right? So but you were gonna yeah, say and something. exactly
1: that's no no, but no, because in his last few fights other than israel like he's he's finished his opponents yeah and he he showed like when he punches like you hear that sting like he punches so strong but obviously yeah like if he has to win by decision he'll win by decision he showed that against the israel fight like that he's smart he, he fought a smart fight because he's a champ so he doesn't have to know the, israel should try and win. like he as, as a champ you don't have to like bring the fight you know it's like they bring the fight and then you just, yeah, you just fight, you know. So, like, if, if they don't want to fight, like, you don't have to do like, you know, if you're a challenger, that's where you have to bring your A. Like, so a Yan a- fought a, yeah, 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 fought a smart fight against Dominic Reyes, who's a really good fighter, knocked him out clean. So, hey, he, he's yeah, Jan's proven i he, and they're both great guys too. Obviously, um, in 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 terms of marketability, it's not a big, it's not, a, it's not, it's not an easy fight to market, right? It's no and that that's why they have it on ESPN Plus I think for free or like you just have to you just have to get a subscription to ESPN Plus you don't really have to buy it you can buy it from by Pay-Per-View too but you can get it on ESPN Plus that's why cuz it's like yeah it, and uh, Teixeira, it's not like the biggest names right so no. but it's, just, they're, if they're, you're they're real, keeping that for next week exactly but if you're real fight fan like if you if you love MMA like you will like this fight cuz that's a very good matchup um they're not like the press conference, all that is not gonna be crazy. Just two really good fighters going at it. Um, Obviously in the back, like they're not in their prime strand, but like it's a very technical fight. It's going to be a very good fight. And it's going to be very interesting to watch for sure. No.
0: Yeah. I just think if it, if it, if it stays on the ground or stays on the feet, yeah, he's going to win. Yeah. And we'll take it. I think he's just more the technical fighter. And like he, like you said, the challenger and the, the champ and Glover is mm-hmm. going to have to kind of earn these points. And like, he's going to mm-hmm. have to chase a little, and I think Yan is just – he's going to be the smart fighter. He's just going to get easy points, rack up his points. And it might go decision. Exactly. Prob- mo- maybe. I think it might. Or someone's getting knocked the fuck out. It's that simple. That's fair. So it's either going like to be a you, TKO, like people- KO, or I think it might go decision, though.
1: Yeah, it, most, it probably will. But if you look at it, like Anthony Smith, we see him, He's a very elite fighter, right? Glover Tickshara outstruck him 138-86. to 86. And he, he ko'd him. So Anthony, like Anthony Smith, like, this was what twenty in twenty twenty. I know May, I'm thinking May now 20.
0: you got me thinking. I don't think it's so like Anthony Smith's a very good fighter. Thiago
1: Santos, we've talked about all these fighters, like those are very elite fighters. And Glover Teixeira, I think, was an underdog.
0: I think Yan might hey, that's f- hey,
1: that's fair to say because I don't know, Yan, because Yan, don't forget, Yan also like he has a similar story to Glover, like they started, they had a rough, like, rough beginning Jan started picking, yeah, Jan started picking it up after, in his last one.
0: Well, he has five fights in a, in he's a row. He's
1: won nine, nine of his last ten fights. Yeah. And I'm
0: his crazy. only losses
1: to Tiago Santos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> crazy <laughs> how the UFC works like, sometimes. And
1: Yeah, it's crazy how it works for, but, oh, my God, the people, Jan's y- being Israel Adesanya, Dog Migreyes, Corey Anderson, yeah. Uh, Souza, Luke Rockhold. Like, these are big names. Jared Cannonier. Like, yeah. These are good fighters that he's beating. So, hey.
0: I think I might be, be such a good. One. I'm going to go Yan knockout third, third round. I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay. And third round knockout. Hey, that- knockout or TKO, something. Something's going to end in the third That's round. Fair. She ain't going to the fourth. That's my prediction. Um, Hmm, do we want to talk a little Paul uh, Paulo Enrique Costa versus uh yeah. Marvin Vittor? Eh? Uh, Vittor eh? But uh yeah, Marvin Vittori, uh Paul Paulo Costa, Eric, the first the guy who introduced the UFC to you. Paulo Costa. I know. Uh you're I wouldn't say your boy anymore, mm-hmm. but you know, I know your, your beginning. He was your exactly beginning into the UFC, introduced you. Mm-hmm. Uh they had a little Vegas uh, prime time fight there. Uh, just the the two of them as a the main event. Paulo Costa ends up losing big point deduction with poking Marvin in the eye. Marvin comes out with the win by decision. Fuck, Eric Marvin took a lot of shots that fight. How oh the God, heck did he win that? I mean, he he deservedly did win that because he yeah. ate those shots like it was nothing, like it was breakfast.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and um, th- th- this fight I. I wanted to watch it and then like there's something like the the time so I just ended up watching the highlights and like the the, the whole fight but because I I really wanted to watch this fight live right yeah. it was such a good fight and obviously the story leading up to this um I, as we we're talking about like Mar- Marvin was each shot but because Paulo Costa coming to this fight he came in at uh I think he was two he was two twenty guys just uh, didn't even care like three days yeah he didn't he was care not gonna try so and obviously. So he he lost thirty percent of his money and had to give it to Marvin Vittori. and they ended up fighting at two hundred five. and And Paulo Costa still came into the fight at two twenty something. And Marvin Vittori is a big guy too. I think he came in the fight like two eight. So yeah. still a big dude. Um, he's a very big guy for uh, middleweight. But imagine having to cut down from two twenty to one eighty five. And the fact that he Paulo Costa was just lazy, like very unprofessional. But yeah. I do understand. Um. But this fight, hey, I knew this. Huh? I knew this fight was going to be such a good fight. Um, obviously, Paulo Costa introduced me. He was the first fighter I saw when I saw him destroy Uriah Hall. I was like, I was hooked on the. I was like, oh my, this guy's a beast. One eighty five. This guy looks huge. Like, how how is he doing all this stuff? And then um, I'm not gonna lie. I have fallen out of love with Paulo Costa. But I don't really like the the excuses he's been giving. Like the. He's not as badass as I thought he was bef- as you before. You see the, so. the meme
0: where it's like uh, when when Paulo poked Marvin in the eye and the ref's there. Yeah. yeah. Marvin, and he's going, no, 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 no. Like, no, I no. no, no, no. And it's like uh, he was saying, no, no, no. And it's like uh, Paulo's trainers when they tell him to lose weight. He's like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, no, no yeah, literally. no, 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 no.
1: And but the the IPO he did lose one point for that. So that's yep. so the most of the scorecard had it 48-46. So it's basically a 48-47 fight, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a unanimous decision. But 48 47, like this this is one round difference. Um, the significant strikes, it's 190 to 163 for Marvin Vittori. That's a lot of strikes for a fight like 190 to 160. That that's like almost in the 200s. like that's a lot of strikes. And when Paulo Costa hits Marvin vittoria man, those hit hard, man. Yeah. Like when eat, he though. kicks him, he just he just kept eating. I don't know how he, he, he did eat. that. The only thing I I think Paulo Costa should have done, um, I watched uh, Israel Desanya break this fight down too, was Paulo Costa like the body shots definitely doing damage to Marvin vittoria right? Because they, they hit hard. Yeah. He should he should have kicked the leg a bit too. The legs you, the the body like obviously you kick a bunch of time will hurt legs you keep that knee up but bro that knee will get fucked up so quick you mm-hmm. know so you he's he, i think he just have to like maybe like he was doing a good job though but marvin vittori he's he just brought like i don't know like his strikes. i don't think they did as much damage but they're 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 making contact right and and you could tell what, what i found kind of crazy because i thought marvin marvin vittori does have more cardio and more endurance but paulo costa more, on the global scorecard, m- almost everyone has him winning that fifth round. So that just shows that Paulo Costa he showed his endurance. And there's hey, it, w- it was a good fight for Paulo Costa who yeah. both fighters. So I'm I'm very happy for with the outcome of this fight just because Marvin Vittori got the win that he deserved because he, he still he didn't have to take this fight, right? No, because Paulo Costa didn't cut down, he didn't have to take this fight. He took it at 205, didn't even go to the catch, just took it at 25. He's like, Whatever, I'll I'll take this fight and beat him up. And on the other hand, Paul Costa also got to prove himself as a really good fighter. I just, I just think he should stop with some of the excuses. What do you think of
0: him us. moving up into the light heavyweight? You think that's a good move? I, I think so. I think he's gonna be such a because that, that light heavyweight sucks now. They
1: they got to spice it up. Exactly. Like there's no big name realistically in the light. There's no big names. Paul Costa is a big name. Like he has a big following too, and people love Paul just just because this guy looks like he's on roids half the time. Yeah. So people look at like, how the hell is this guy fighting at 185?
0: No.
1: Like, Alexander Volkanovsky was fighting at 185. How is Paulo Costa fighting at 185? Like, how does that make sense? He belongs here. Exactly. And the thing was, maybe at first in his career, like, okay, you can go down to 185, but now he's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So, like, it's, it's getting harder and harder to cut, right? And as he's getting older as well, and probably getting a little more lazy, more lazy. And people are saying like, oh, he has too many yes men around. him. I do believe that like, how how do you not tell your fighter just just cut the weight? Like, um, obviously, I think the weight cut would, would not have helped Paulo Costa in the fight. He just had to take a thirty percent cut. It is kind of tough because he's only come out with like seventy-seven thousand for taking one hundred ninety his strikes. But uh, I don't know. Well, it, he's ranked at number 8th right now.
0: I don't know where he was he, in the. Uh, wow, he
1: was third before.
0: In the uh, light heavyweight or uh, middleweight? No, so so middleweight he was at,
1: he was at third. Oh wow. Well, oh, yeah, or, I mean, light
0: heavyweight was he third? Yeah, uh, Derek Brunson first oh, he was 30, six. He was th- so now he's six. So they're keeping him because yeah. the, they keep fighting. So he was six. I don't know what he was before that because he lost he was Marvin. Third, he was,
1: I think he was third or yeah. But Derek Brunson like have jumped
0: him. Jared Conony have jumped him. But he'll never yeah. be fighting in that division again. So, uh,
1: but the thing is, I I think Paulo Costa beats any of those. Like Marvin Tori was one of the toughest. Com- like Paulo Costa is a very he's a very good fighter. Like striker, like. Obviously, he's got those TX but he's a he's such a good fighter. Every fight he's been in has been an amazing fight. So I'm I'm not very di- disappointed in his performance, but I know if he goes up to a fight, that's gonna be very good. Yeah for I think the that's UFC lightweight, light heavyweight. Yeah. Exactly. And even at two, like he's gonna have to cut down at uh he, he's still gotta cut down 20 pounds when he's gonna be like like Jan Blahovich is lighter than Paulo costa so yeah it's like it's, it's really like the weight's not really gonna do a difference so like i don't know it's, it's gonna make that division so much more interesting because he's he does have star power and like that division it's a good division with a bunch of good fighters but it's just they it's not marketable that much
0: you know no not really considering this title fight's not that marketable compared to let's say next week yeah. or the week before or i mean uh exactly. usc 266 but uh, that will be Saturday, so we will see the yeah. outcome for next episode. But, Eric, we won't have time to be talking about that next uh, – about the recap because next episode, we are going to be talking about UFC 268. Kamaru Usman oh versus God. Colby Covington and that crazy, crazy card. One of the craziest cards, oh maybe God, the card yeah. of the year. Uh, yeah. of 2021 so that's going to be interesting that will be episode 44 but as always this has been the stim and Zang show thank you for listening on spotify or watching on youtube uh, and joining us uh, we'll be back for ufc 268 uh, 268 in the next episode and we'll see you yeah. guys later <gasps> roll the outro